Hello, everyone, and welcome to the seventh episode of KPMG in Canada's State of Crypto Assets podcast series. Before we get into today's episode, I want to remind our new listeners to also check out episodes one through six of our series. Yes, one through six. We've been busy. And speaking of busy, I'd love to introduce some very busy people that I am eternally grateful could make time for us today. I'm pleased to welcome back Kareem Sadek, Ken Vegas, and Mitch Nicholson. Since you are all repeat guests and quite frankly, veterans of the space by now, let's just jump right into it. Mitch, to kick off this episode, could you walk us through some of the reasons why an organization may want to invest in crypto asset insurance? Yes, thanks, Adam. Uh, Really happy to be back here. And to answer your question, it's really that many service providers in the crypto asset space act as the custodian for their clients' assets. So one example is crypto asset exchanges will hold users' assets while trading on their platform. As a result, these institutions are often targeted by hackers who are trying to steal the funds held in custody. Since 2014, we've seen large hacks in excess of hundreds of millions of dollars happen almost annually. But in the last few years, as we've seen more institutional-grade custodial services, we've seen a sharp reduction in both the number of incidences and the value of crypto assets stolen. That's great, Mitch. And let me add, um, the trend we're seeing in late 2020 and early 2021 are exploits of DeFi applications. In general, we're seeing seeing frequency of incidents increasing, and this will probably be due to the possibilities given that the rise of of crypto adoption. But we're also seeing less value lost per incident. And this is due to better risk management processes. I want to also add, it's important to note that these thefts are a result of not safeguarding one's private keys and does not mean anything about the Bitcoin protocol. That is really critical to note. Thank you, Mitch, and thank you, Ken. This is this is great. Maybe now we can shift over to the insurer's perspective. Kareem, how are insurers getting involved with crypto assets? Good question, Adam. So, so there are many different ways to be very honest with you, but but maybe let me let me just focus on two or three of them. I mean, treasury investments is is a a major aspect. There's another thing around allocating to crypto as maybe an alternative asset class or even just exposure to underwriting insurance policies from crypto custodians. And maybe maybe I'll talk a little bit about each one of them. The first one is pretty easy. So we've seen these treasury investments from several several large insurance in the, in the US. And I think we're gonna continue to see more and more of that. The other thing when I talked about where it's the long-term liabilities, where the insurance have to have them sort of financed by investments. So now some are beginning to allocate to crypto as an alternative asset class. I truly believe, and we believe as a team, that trend is likely to continue with these other large investors coming in and maybe even such as pensions that are gonna actually start, likely start to allocate to that too. And then the last thing I mentioned about, if you think about the exposure in terms of the other area, in terms of underwriting insurance policies for crypto custodians, We talked about before, we talked about mentioned theft, which is a very important concern. So the custodians have begun obtaining large insurance policies. I mean, basically, they're trying to protect their clients' assets. So these are sort of two or three quick ones that we can talk about. 
quick but informative. You know, Kareem, at this point, we need to just get you a classroom and a chalkboard because you are perpetually taking me to school as the teacher of all things crypto. Now, you touched on something that I would love to go deeper on, and that is underwriting insurance policies for crypto custodians. Ken, what types of insurance offerings are available for crypto custodians today? So there's been a rise in institutional investors entering the space. And the trend for these institutional investors is to use a crypto custodian to safeguard their assets. Major custodians now offer coverage across a wide variety of accidents, such as external and internal thefts, as well as, well as natural disasters. This can include lightning, floods, and earthquakes, to name a few. When assessing a crypto custodian, it's important to review their insurance policy, understand the coverage, and compare the offerings across custodians. That's great, Ken. Thank you so much. It sounds to me like the insurance industry is ready for crypto assets to take off here in Canada. Maybe I'll open up my last question to the group. What are some of the future opportunities for crypto asset insurance? Kareem, why don't you start us off? Yeah, love to do that. And uh, I, I think it's simple. I mean, for me, if you look at insurance and what's happening, the the, the Emphasis should be, as you start thinking through different things or the future of it, is around insurance for individuals, individuals' crypto asset holdings. So if I think about myself, I, I hold some crypto, valuable assets to me, then I want to have a policy on them or include them maybe as part of my home insurance policy. I mean, that would be, that would be, that would be great for me. Uh, I, I mean, the main thing is many crypto adopters, they, they self-custody. Right. And having insurance or some form of vetted storage procedures could basically improve the safety. So that's that's sort of the prime thing that I could think of. Thanks, Kareem. And maybe just to take an even more futuristic example, I'll talk quickly about smart contracts and their application to insurance for flights. So typically with flight insurance, uh, a user would pay a premium and then be compensated if the flight was either delayed or canceled. Now, with smart contracts, I could pay the smart contract directly for my premium. The smart contract can check with the external world through what's called a data oracle. And that data oracle can provide information about delays or cancellations of flights. If those events occur, then the smart contract could pay out the claim to me directly immediately. And the beauty of this approach is that it's automated, which may improve the efficiency and reduce the cost, plus it expedites the resolution for insurance claims. Mitch, fantastic example that really brings to life the fact that there is certainly a lot of opportunity, particularly for insurers. Unfortunately, we are out of time for today's episode. I want to thank all three of our participants for taking the time out of their busy schedules to be here today. Join us next time on KPMG in Canada's Podbyte series on the state of crypto assets when we'll be talking about cybersecurity and crypto assets. You will not want to miss it. Bye for now, and thanks so much for listening.